It's Tuesday, September 22nd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we talk about going to work on 40 minutes of sleep, the fast times at Ridgemont High celebrity script reading, potentially moving provinces due to COVID, the Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And we start off the show with Mike Plume. Trees got nothing to lose. I get them here come November blues. When bare feet slip in the shoes, it's goodbye summer. When the temperature starts to fall. I'm wishing I could make time crawl But it doesn't make a difference at all So it's goodbye summer Said it's goodbye summer What'll I do now? Goodbye summer I'll be here when you come Back to town November winds off Lake Michigan Shooting star and make a wish again For all the things that might could have been It's goodbye summer Said it's goodbye summer What'll I do now? Goodbye summer I'll be here when you come Back to town When you come back to town Summer solstice I never thought we would end up like this So it's goodbye summer And it's goodbye summer What'll I do now? Goodbye summer I'll be here when you come It's goodbye summer
No. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah, doing? Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour. You're podcast. listening to the... Ah, Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Take it away, Mike. Waste of time. Jenny G on the upswing. That's right. And on the backup. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are live on a Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Uh, what is it? September twenty-second, two thousand and twenty. The twentieth year of the two thousands. And uh, we are, of course, broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Jen Grant, good morning. Good morning. I just woke up. It's 
true. You were I late just, this morning. Just woke up. Late, late, late. I'm just gonna put your headshot up. Okay. Lady McLaderson. Two, three. Sigura. Instead, come on, yeah. Alright, that'll do. That'll do, yeah. Alright, Jen Grant is on the wall. We can start. I, I feel different. When my picture's up, I feel like, okay, now I feel like I'm ready for the show. It's just a waste of time. My 20-some-year-old self is feeling more grounded. That was really loud, the music. Yes, your 20-year-old self is... 20-ish-year-old I think I was in my 20s in that picture. Sweet. I mean, I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> uh, by the way, we are live on Facebook as we are Mondays through Fridays at uh, Facebook.com slash Julian Show, as well as on YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. Good morning. Good morning. Let us know in the comments wherever you're watching from. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Gringo's Belazing Azazes. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later on. And otherwise, I just woke up. You know, I feel this morning like um, the... Uh, I feel like I'm in, uh, not high school, but young, where when you're young and dumb, you do shit like... Uh, Right. You go. To, it reminds me of one morning. I'll give you an example. I was working at McDonald's when I was 15 <laughs> years old, and I slept for 40 minutes before my shift. Uh, I was working at 7 a.m. Let's say opening. Like you didn't. That's all you slept the night before. Yeah. Like I, I was working at seven, and I went to bed at 5:50, <laughs> and oh woke, woke up 40 minutes later and went to work. I feel like that today. If it's not those, often. What? What? Just go ahead. It's not often that I wake up and think, if only I can go back to bed, because I haven't had like a job job where I've had to think that. But mm -hmm. today I'm going back to bed right after the show. Mm -hmm. I'm going right right back to bed. Well, also you're a bit under the weather. I just barfed. Yeah. Which is weird. There's something going around. It's the time of year where there's lots of flus. And we have uh, upstairs here, downstairs, and Jen's doing her thing upstairs. It's all quiet. I'm like, I don't want to puke because you'll hear <laughs> everything in the upstairs bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I went downstairs and barfed for some reason. Mm -hmm. Ugh, excuse me, gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now I'm having coffee, as they recommend you have after you barf your face off. Did you have any of the toast? Mm -hmm. Oh, you did? Good. Yeah. But um, I chugged some water, and I was like, oh. I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes when I chug water first thing, yeah. I usually try to, I like to chug a liter. Wow. Those big mason jars. I have one here. This is the, I chugged a bunch of that off the top of oh, the day. Oh, today? Yeah. Oh, like, uh, like the whole thing or? Almost. This is the, this is not the jar I was talking about, but because that one's almost full. I just showed, but yes. Not uh, not the whole thing. Yeah, I just puked water. I just puked water. Basically, that normally wouldn't make you puke, though. <clears throat> right. Like you have puked. Good morning, everyone. You yeah. have puked like when you've drank too much water, but you you're used to that, right? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Uh, I wasn't feeling nauseous or anything. I just all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, what the hell? My water, my mouth is watery, oh, and I'm I like, that. you're on the couch, all quiet. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel that way because I was up from I went we went to bed ridiculously early last night, like <laughs> seven a.m. or p.m. seven a.m. seven o'clock <laughs> last night. 
Well, you fell asleep right away, but I stayed up reading for a little bit. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Is this boring? This no. Boring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gross. Anyway, I woke up at midnight. Ready to start the day again. <laughs> what the fuck? Who does that? Aww. So I didn't, obviously. I just got up and... Uh, but I was up from midnight to four. So this is my sleep pattern. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I go to bed at seven because I'm exhausted and stressed. Pass out hard and so nice. And I'm thinking, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to have all these hours to... You know that feeling when you, you've been sleeping for many hours and yeah. you look at the time and it's 1 a.m. and you're like, oh my God, this is the best. I was anticipating that kind of thing where it's just like... I thought no matter what, we went into the bed bedroom at uh, 7, so I'm like, okay, we got 10 hours before the alarm goes off. Just to, yeah. Even if I don't sleep, just to be in this room, just quiet, dark room. Anyway, midnight, wide awake. And um, so I just got up, had some hot, what do you call it, oat milk? Yep. Get some some of that warm uh, tryptophan in your veins. Yeah, but I did not. I took. I had warm oat milk at like what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez, I'm so gross today. At what? I don't know. Like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. I went back to bed at four, and I only went back to bed because I'm like, okay, so well, it I, didn't really work. No. I oh, did you turn off your on your phone? Well, I thought it was the volume was down. Go ahead. I uh, so because I'm like, it'll. It, at four, I went to bed because the alarm goes off at five. That was the only reason. I'm like, I can't wake up at midnight. That's insane. What time did you get up today? Midnight, you? <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not like I'm not working night shift or anything. I'm a regular human adult with regular human responsibilities. And um, so at four, I'm like, wow, geez, I cannot make my wake up time be 12. 12 yeah. 19, actually. It was exactly 12 19. So I uh, went to bed at four and then holy shit, deep sleep until literally right now. This is, this is good, mor- <laughs> good morning. Poor Jules. That sucks. Um, hey, I'd love to know something just off the top here and we're not going to wait to hear your answer and then wait to proceed with the show. However, if you commented, I'd like to see in the comments... How would you guys feel about traveling via airplane within Canada? Yeah, so it's a pandemic, as we know, but as we've talked about also on this show, it's sort of like a um, <clears throat> we're in a bit of a um, honeymoon period. Actually, we're coming out of it. We're rude awakening, where uh, you know cases are going up and everything. Literally three weeks ago, if this was three weeks ago, I'd have gone pretty much anywhere. But now, I don't know. Things are escalating quickly as they yeah. say yeah what would you guys do let us know would you travel in october we've got plans to uh well we're debating it's a long story but it's not for work or anything like that it's a uh anyway let us know in the comments because of course we are live on facebook and youtube and periscope and twitch and daily motion yeah and it's whatever fun the getting the feedback yeah anyway love to know I to know uh, what you guys think because it's a hard decision. Yeah, but if if we could say why we were traveling, maybe that would help people. Oh, it's definitely... Okay, let's just say it's for an extremely good reason. Yeah. Extremely good. We cannot share just, just yet. 
Yeah. We will, by the way. This will all make sense. Fun. By the way, the Teaser. pre-show song was by Mike Plume. Goodbye, Summer. Such a great guy. Go to MikePlume.com for all of your Mike Plume needs. I should have said, I didn't mean great guy. He is a great guy, but it's also such a good singer, musician, songwriter, artist. Almost too good. Like he's almost writes, the songs he writes are so catchy that it's a fresh hell. Mm-hmm. Non-stop loop in my head are Mike Plume songs. Every day we, you and I have a different Oh, I can't. It's one like... In our head. Yeah. And you're trying to sleep. It's torture. Yeah, anyway. Said goodbye summer. Like that one was in my head yeah. the other night. Good. That part. Like I just couldn't loop, 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 <laughs> loop, loop. Good, what good, 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 good. What was in your good. head the other, the other day too? Um, 8.30 Newfoundland. Just over and over. <laughs> 8.30 Newfoundland. Yeah. Um. So Laura says, Laura, first of all, says she wants your t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, go to Mike Plume. Uh, if you go to the band camp, mikeplume. or bandcamp.mikeplume.com or, or. Bandcamp? What's that all about? Or either bandcamp. Get, either, <coughs> either, what is that, bandcamp? Either bandcamp.mikeplume.com or mikeplume.bandcamp.com. It's where all of his merch. So this is from their 2018 album. This That's t-shirt I'm wearing, nice. born by the radio. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna order some. And there's a bunch of merch now up on that website that just came out last week for his uh, lonesome stretch of highway album. Let's get some. And uh, he's got some nice hoodies and tees. So go to Bandcamp. Let me actually let me give the proper address. I'll look it up real quick. So real quick, everybody. Bandcamp dot And then Shelly goes. Yeah, that's what it is. Shelly goes, I've got mine. And I said, I asked, like, are you talking about you've got your Mike Plume t-shirt? And um, Shelly said, I have a few different tees of Mike's. I've known him all his life. Wow, no way. Yeah, and she said, yes, Bandcamp. Yeah, so you go you go mikeplume.bandcamp.com. And then if you clip on, click on uh, Merch, it's all there. There's new 830 Newfoundland hoodie, or uh, new, um, sorry, Lonesome Stretch of Highway vinyls and CDs and Fun. hoodies. La- Laura says, cool, heading there now, getting some merch. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to get some, too. <clears throat> anyway, so. Hey, question. Answer. Daily Devil. <laughs> Laura, um, I have a question specifically, well, for everyone, but. Wondering, um, since you're into merch, I'd like to create some merch for this show. Yeah, we should. Like right now, I'm using a Howl and Roar Records, which is our friend Allison Dorr. Uh, yeah. It's a comedy record label. but Very uh, cool. Yeah, we need some... Uh, Daily Dose coffee <laughs> mugs, 100%. We need a logo for the Daily Dose, I feel. You know what's funny is daily dose. Yeah, we do, and like daily dose of your coffee, right? I Get love, it? I love merchandise. Like I have something that I sell after my shows that is a, um, a nod to the joke, and you have to know the joke to get the merch, and then you. It's very popular after my do shows. Hmm? Do the bit. No. Do it. No, I don't like it. Right. I don't like doing that. Yeah, I know. That. I, and then, as I was asking, I'm like, she'll, she's going to say no. <laughs> well, no, it's not that I, I want to shoot you down. It's more just so uncomfortable. It doesn't no, no. It's weird. do it doesn't the justice. Work. But yeah. anyway, um, and uh, that's the Daily Dose is also a winner merchandise I- uh, item. 
on a coffee mug because it's your daily dose of coffee. So if you have that on your coffee mug. It works mug, on so many yeah, levels, Jen Grant. I love it. We could. I'm wondering, because we're working on the new studio downstairs where Jen Grant is finally going to be on camera. And uh, but maybe behind you or something, we could have like a daily dose. Um, oh yeah, logo or I something. Love it. I don't know. Yeah, actually, like we have here with the Gringos thing, but uh, daily dose the, headquarters. You know, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, I love it. Don't shoot your down your idea as it comes out of your mouth. Thinking out loud. No, I love it. So Shelly says uh, she's his cousin. Oh no way! Wow, cool. Yeah. Good morning, Shelly. Morning, Shelly. And um, yeah. So traveling, we've got these plans to maybe, I don't know, go out west or not. I don't know. You know, Laura said something that's making me feel like we should go because she said October is the best time to travel pre-pandemic, unsure now. Well, we're not pre-pandemic, but maybe she means pre-second wave. Pre-second wave, maybe. But uh, I mean, as I really am so torn. Oh, October is, I, sh- I know what she means. October is a good month to travel oh, if you're not dealing with a pandemic, <clears throat> right. but she's unsure now. I get it. Right. I don't know. I'm leaning towards no, but I'm leaning towards um, confused. Yeah, I know. Laura says daily dose coffee mug and a travel mug, please. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Get your swag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'm tired. Yeah, but don't worry. You can go to sleep right after this. I know. That, well, that's what I was thinking. Cause, can... So I re- legitimately thought of that. When I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. The um, <laughs> I was opening at McDonald's one morning, <laughs> and I was staying at my buddy Andre's place in Chidiac. He li- he was my manager at McDonald's and lived, <laughs> lived kind of close-ish. I mean, like probably a 20, 25-minute walk or a seven to ten minute bike ride <laughs> so we were drinking i was 15 so years cute. old we were drinking i would get a six pack and that would be the night i remember his mom was like uh, does your mom know that you're drinking at our house how old were you 16 but i looked really young <laughs> i just remember walking in one day what and kind of beer did you drink me that's a good question i don't know I have no idea. Lucid? I think I just bought whatever. No, there's no brand. Did you like the taste of it at that time? Mm, maybe. I didn't. And now I love beer, but I hated the taste of beer. Oh my God, I'm so vividly... Yeah, I know. I know. When you first taste it, it tastes like a shoe and then it's good. A <laughs> shoe. <laughs> but I'm vividly remembering being 16 years old, walking into my buddy's house. We had just gone to the <laughs> liquor store and uh, he was of drinking age, or not quite, but his mom knew. And she was like, does your mother know you're drinking here? And I was just like... Fair question. Fair, but at, at that exact moment, I was like, Dion, I thought you were cool. Like, what do you mean? Are you going to tell my parents? Like, I didn't know. All of a sudden... What do you mean? Well, it was this thing where we would always drink at their house, and then one day she just took a stand, like, do your parents know you're drinking? I'm like, you were so cool. Like, this, Oh yeah, we've right. been doing this. What do you mean? Are you going to tell them? No. They don't know. <laughs> anyway, we drank. <clears throat> we would drink in his basement and just hang out. That's and it. would you just stay there? You wouldn't of course. go anywhere else? No, that was it. Just See, stay in the basement and drink that's the thing. six if you're, beer. Yeah, if you're a parent, I mean, I wouldn't encourage it in a kid, but like, if it's you know better. the kid's just staying there, yeah. Like we're in the basement. Both parents are upstairs. I have a six pack in my hands. It's not like I have a forty ouncer. Yeah. Anyway. True. Drank the six pack. Drank the shit out of the six pack, and then <laughs> um, 
I remember I was had to work at seven, and it was six a.m. And I was trying I I was trying to sleep, <laughs> and my buddy, Ugh. it was his yeah. house, but for some reason he was passed out on the couch. He didn't go to his <laughs> room, so I I was like I had nowhere to sleep. So he threw me a couch cushion. I'm like, you have a whole bed. I don't know why I didn't go in his bed, but I just end up on this couch cushion, uh, one <laughs> couch cushion Aww. on the floor for about. 30 minutes I slept. Mind you, you're a kid, so who yeah, cares? Yeah. The alarm goes off. He's all out of it. He goes to bed in his bed. And then um, I'm like, I got to get to work. So he gives me a bike, and it's the winter. I get, I take <laughs> no. a bike. And it's not far to bike, but the thing with this bike is you go about 50 yards, and the chain would come off. No. This so sounds I s- like the worst nightmare ever. I slept 30 minutes. Was it freezing cold? It's cold, no gloves, no nothing, you know, when you're young. I was just wearing my McDonald's uniform. Like you wear gloves now, anyways. I know, yeah. Wearing my McDonald's uniform, and every 50 yards, the chain would come off. It oh, my would God. Skip, it would skip a thing and then just kind of... Oh, my God. So I'd have to put the chain off. I remember putting the chain back on. I remember my fingers were all, like, swollen and frozen from, Ouch. like, trying to put it on. And I got to uh, McDonald's on 40 minutes of sleep. And I remember I was working drive through and I would sleep in between cars. It was so busy. And I would be I would put my forehead against the the thing where the cash was and then I would hear boom in my thing and I'd push the button and go welcome to welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Take the order. Fall asleep between by the time the car would come around, I would be asleep with my forehead against the cash. Anyway, all that to say, <laughs> I woke up this morning and thought of that. I thought, oh my God, now this is how I feel. Because <laughs> I slept uh, barely. That anyway. sucks. Anyway. That did you really see, sucks. by the way, did you see the uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High table reading? No. Not, to, not to change gears, but also no. to change how gears. How would I see that? Where would it be? All over the internet. It was no. organized actually by Dane Cook. And it was a fundraiser for something. Uh, what a good idea. Fast times. And so was it all the original actors? No. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It was just a bunch of celebs reading. And not celebs that were in the movie. So, necessarily. Uh, Morgan Freeman um, read the direction notes. You know how you read a script yeah. and it's like interior, school, yeah, daytime. Spicoli walks in. So what Mar- a good idea. Morgan Freeman was reading all the uh, things, the directions. And let me just get a um, the cast list. Uh, what that, that read it? Jeez. Uh, yeah. I actually just Googled three times at Ridgemont High. <clears throat> you crazy me. something? Crazy man. <laughs> yeah, so it was organized by Dean Cook. And there was uh, Shia LaBeouf, Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, Jim- Jimmy Kimmel. Did you listen to some of it? Yeah, surprisingly, I thought I would listen to. <clears throat> it was just. It wasn't the whole thing. It was about an hour. And um, Shia LaBeouf was smoking weed on the thing. One of the headlines here. Baked out of his mind, Shia LaBeouf as Jeff Spicoli for Fast Times Table Read. 
Uh, let me just see. Yeah, it was a big thing. And it, you know what? To be honest, I did not think um, I would be into reading this or watching this. Yeah. It's just celebrities on a Zoom, like on a uh, <clears throat> Zoom call. You see all their faces and they're just basically reading the script. Mm-hmm. But they but uh, did you like it? got over 4 million viewers and um, raised 135 grand for CORE, which is to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Charities responding to COVID-19. And I'm just trying to get a list of the... Yeah, but the people were freaking out because there's a couple scenes. Julia Roberts was there. Okay, the readers included Sean Penn, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Julia Roberts, Matthew McConaughey, John Legend, Shia LaBeouf, Jimmy Kimmel, Henry Golding, Ray Liotta. Wow, what a uh, cast. Pa- 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 yeah, yeah, that no, was Ray awesome. Liotta. It was really cool to watch everybody at home reading. And Shia LaBeouf went full method and was like, you know, smoking weed on the thing. And What a brilliant idea. Like He was in his truck in a garage. Yeah, it's a great idea. Laura, Honestly. Laura said Pitt and Aniston steal the show. Yeah, there was this scene. Cool, I'm going to watch. Uh, with uh, Jen. I call her Jen. Oh, yeah. First name with basis. Jen and Brad there was like this sex scene that they read through and people were very delighted with ex-couple. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Are Brad uh, Pitt and Angelina Jolie still together? I think so, eh? No. Oh, they're not? No. Oh, didn't realize that. I wonder if Brad Pitt's with anyone. No, he's single. How do you know all these things? I'm always up on, no matter what's happening in the world, I know the relationship status of Bradley Pittard. Pitchard. Hmm. I was wondering, okay, that would be an interesting situation. What? So, say Brad Pitt is still with Angelina Jolie or is with someone new and then he he does a love scene with someone who is actually his ex-wife. Yeah. Well, it's acting. I know it's acting. It's but not still, even acting. It's reading. They, they were. It is, but 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 it would definitely rekindle stuff from the past. You can't. You're, they're also human beings. Like, mm. and and a lot of actors end up being couples. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, people can say that, but if a lot of actors on movies that they work together on didn't end up being couples, often I would almost believe that. But come on. Yeah. Yeah, they really, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They like, really, I wouldn't uh, enjoy that. You know me. I would not like that. Dane Cook here reveals how he pulled off Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's epic reunion. Dane Cook is aware of how much fans love Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's reunion during the table read for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Find out what the comedian had to say. Let's see here. Also, I have a question. How much preparation did they do before the table read? You it, know? Di- it didn't look like that much, although. Which kind of makes it fun, too. Although some of them had props, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey had a, had a few hats, mm-hmm. different hats. <laughs> well, I texted Jennifer. She was like, "I'm not trying to make it more." Fl- okay, hold on. I'm just trying to get. I'm I'm reading this with you guys. We're discovering this at the same time. I just found this article about how did it all come together? Two words, one person: Dane Cook. It was very random that he wasn't put this together, but great idea. Speaking of, very uh, better idea. together with Maria Menunos podcast with Maria Menunos, 
The comedian revealed how he pulled off the Brad and Jen reunion the moment people didn't get to see and more. First, Dane explained that he needed to secure the A-listers like the Friends alum. When I text Jen, she was... I'm not trying to make it more fluffy. She could not have been more delightful, game, excited, he shared. Again, I knew once those first few names were in there, when Brad Pitt started coming in, I was like, yes, this is going to happen. Dane confirmed that Jen signed on to participate before Brad did. Once his team talked to him, I'm sure it was like, here's already here's already in so far. There's no hesitation. There's no rules. There's no nothing, Dane pointed out. There's nothing, anything like... Were they not allowed? No, zero. No, what? There wasn't <laughs> anything like. Were they not allowed? No, zero. No drama. They both locked in. What you saw was absolutely what happened. What we hoped. He continued, which was just nice engagement between two massive, incredibly talented people. There you go, everybody. The fast times at Ridgemont High table reading. I wanted to mention it yesterday, but. Um, Miller said he cheated. It would be impossible to take him back, for Jen to take him back. Oh, yeah? Oh, I didn't know. Despite how effortless things appeared on screen, Dade admitted it fell apart a lot. In fact, the comedian shared that the virtual reunion was originally scheduled to be in the spring, but due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and Black Lives Matter movement, things were halted. Oh, last spring. Hmm. The dilemma was we wanted to do this back in April, and I think it fell apart completely at least five times, Dane revealed. There were life things happening in the world, and protests started, and that put a pause on it. I got to say, this, as far as what celebrities, uh, uh, what's come out of Hollywood during this thing, this is the best thing. First, there was the horrific Imagine video that... um, Oh, yeah. Not one person took seriously or was Horrific. like, wow, look at this beautiful, everybody shit on it. Yeah. And then there was the uh, abominable, abominable, abominable? Abominable. Abominable? Yeah. Abominable? Yeah, I think so. Or abominable? No, abominable. Abominable. Well, why do I either, why do I bother using words I don't know how to... <laughs> Pronounce. There was the equally horrific uh, I take responsibility video. <laughs> I take responsibility for every bad joke. For it. That was even more um, like irritating. But this this was fun. This was like nostalgia. It's a great, it's a great it idea. It was uh, seeing your, your favorite A-listers in their home settings. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was kind of cool. Very cool. Hey, Miller's uh, watching here. I want to know if she would fly within Canada right now. Would you fly within Canada right now for a very important reason? Yeah. Let's say you had a really important reason to fly for a long weekend in BC. Would you? Let us know. We'll take call number nine. Like a really important reason. I know that it's hard to imagine what that reason could be, but like a very significant. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Call it number nine at one eight 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 Julian Dion Show. Hashtag Daily Dose. Mm. Yeah, anyway, so mm-hmm. there's that, Jenny. Yep. Jenny Pooh, new new. Uh. Yep. That's about. That's about the uh, the half of it. What? 
The half. What is that saying? That's weird. That's about the half of it. You don't. You don't know the half of it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and headlines from Jen Grant. And here's your daily news for Tuesday, September 22nd. So, uh, this is crazy. RCMP, this is how I always start. This is crazy. This is crazy. RCMP officers searched a condominium in um, St. Hubert on Montreal South Shore on Monday in connection to a, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Richen, Ricken. Laced envelopes sent to the White House, as well as to several officials. Ricin. Ricin several officials in Texas. <clears throat> did you hear about Wait, this? Wait, no. No, I didn't. But I know that it's Ricin. What did they do? They sent an envelope from somebody Montreal? Sent, yeah. Somebody sent a... To Texas? Yeah, and to the White House. From Montreal? Yeah. The fuck? I know. The Mounties cordoned off a street lined by new condominium buildings in the suburban municipality in that area in the Montreal South Shore. Local police and ambulance services were also at the scene. And um, a spokesperson for the RCMP said a team of officers with expertise in handling chemicals and explosive led the search. And uh, all the residents in the condo building around them were evacuated. And the RCMP is assisting the FBI in this investigation. How the hell do they know where it came from? Like the Isn't building. Isn't that cool? Like that's amazing how they can do that. That's why. And like, it was real rice and not. Yeah, like, it's crazy. So we believe a total of six letters were sent: one to the White House and five to Texas. What is ricin? Do you notice how now because you didn't know how to pronounce it, I'm using it all the time. I know a little bit um, braggy, mm-hmm. maybe. So humble ricin, but. I'll get to the all the info. So, um, but I love that you're into the story. So, Poirier, this spokesperson said, there's a link between the residents and the woman woman suspected of sending the letters. Did you tell me? Did you think it was a man? Equal rights. Finally. Did you think? Yeah, I did think. Yeah, it was me a man. too. He couldn't confirm she lived at the residence, but the woman suspected in the case has been identified as Pascal Ferrier. That's crazy. And does that kill you, Ryson? What does it do? I think so. Um, uh, it, according to the U.S. court records provided by... It's, it's records. Huh? Court records. Records, sorry. Uh, provided to CBC News. She was arrested over the weekend at the Peace Bridge border crossing between Fort Erie and Buffalo. Well, Isn't what did she crazy? do? Send that from her house? Like, I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't know if it was like cover your tracks like, a little bit. I mean, I amateur, amateur hour or what? I know, and it's kind of interesting too. How, like, I wonder if they would have. Do they? I, I know they would examine every piece of mail that goes to the White House, but they probably don't. I would imagine they don't examine every piece of mail going to a police force, right? right. No. Anyway. The letter mailed to the White House was intercepted at a U.S. government facility that screens the mail, of course, and it tested positive in a preliminary investigation for ricin. Um, Law enforcement officials told the Associated Press, ricin is found naturally in castor beans, but it can be turned into a deadly poison. It can be deadly after exposure to an amount as small as a pinhead. Isn't Mm. that crazy? Yeah. 
So um, <clears throat> they said that here. Um, so they were mailed to this Texas um, law enforcement. They said no one was injured and he declined to comment further because it's an investigation right now. So at least no one was injured. We know that the police department in mission, Texas also received a suspicious letter within that, within the last week. And, um, the department did not open the letter and turned it over to the FBI. The woman looks, looks mentally unstable. You want me to send you a picture? Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just send it to you. And then you can, if you choose to show it to everybody who's watching on Facebook, and YouTube. And YouTube. You can do that. Okay, so I just sent you the picture. And um, this woman who supposedly sent this, she, supposed, she was supposed to appear in court on Monday, but her appearance has been delayed until Tuesday afternoon. She had been living in the United States last year and was arrested in mission in March 2019, so last March, for using a fake driver's license. She pleaded not guilty, and the charge was eventually dismissed because it was her first offense. Mm-hmm. She spent 20 days in jail. Anyway, there's this woman named Stephanie who lives near where the raid was being carried out in St. Hubert, that condo, said she was shocked to find out her quiet neighborhood um, was at the center of, of this investigation. She goes, it makes you scared. It's true. You never know. Yeah, there's so many questions with that thing. It's I like, know. What was the point... That's got to be serious charges when you're sending... Oh, my gosh, yeah. ...attempted murder to the White House. I know. When you're, I just said the phrase, when you're sending attempted murder to the White House. <laughs> but I knew what you meant. Um, and also, like you said, how are you... Like, how are you thinking you're not going to get caught? Yeah, well, again, what did she do? Like, how did they... She must have, like, a mail service at her condo that... You just put it there and then they or send it. Or maybe... How may- do they... Ni- oh, maybe did she put a return address on it? Like dum-dum? Probably not. I would imagine no. But, you know, th- they have abilities to tra- trace things. I know, but how? I imagine, don't know. Imagine you're, you're know. like we're here at the house. You take an envelope. You put whatever you want in it. You go to a post office somewhere or a... Um, not a post office, maybe but a mailbox. Was, you drop it in. How the hell did they maybe pinpoint she mailed it to it the a, place? Maybe she mailed it at a uh, a post office. It's funny because I always mail my letters at a post office because I never have stamps anymore. Like people used to buy books of stamps and just have them. I don't mail that often. Mm. That it's so it's it's so funny because we live in a small community. So if I go to the post office, they know me so well. That we have like a box that we pick up stuff in. If I walk into the post office, like the woman who works there is like, yeah, there's some stuff in your box. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. But like they have ways of tracing things. Uh, just like that story that I saw a long time ago that I love this story. And maybe I'll get into it another time on the show. But somebody uh, somebody fraudulently, fraudulently claimed that they had a winning lottery ticket. Oh, yeah. And they actually found out who bought the ticket because a lot of times, like when you buy a ticket, you don't give all of your information. Well, that seems easier to track than a letter how? that, like how, well, I don't know. They can see, uh, 
they can see uh, when a ticket was bought and where. And then you look at the cameras and you can see the time and the timestamp and you see, oh, this is the person that bought it. And Well, you know what's funny is like, like I'm just thinking, I know it sounds outlandish and crazy for someone who lives in a bigger city, but if you lived it where we live, like in a small community, like I swear, I'm not kidding. If I, if I mailed something that was going to Texas, the woman who received the letter would actually remember that. I know, I know she would, because I remember one time I was mailing something to Los Angeles from here and this small community, very few people mail things to Los Angeles. (laughs) And if you like, live if you live and work in a in a little tiny post office like she lives in a small community like it'd probably be harder in toronto obviously or mm-hmm. or a bigger city or like in the heart of downtown like montreal even then probably they'd be surprised but who knows like there's just ways that's why you really it's hard to get away with crime you heard yeah. it you heard it heard it heard it oh my god you heard it heard it heard it here first <laughs> What if all of a sudden I just had that speech about it? Would you keep me keep me on the show? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I did it again. Um, yes, I would keep you. I can't do the show without you. Thank you. So, uh, <sighs> shifting gears here, fishermen dumped illegal lobster traps outside DFO office in Nova Scotia. Yeah, there's big, uh, uh, not rivalries, but big um, fights mm-hmm. happening so- between the uh, Mi'kmaq. Um, natives and the uh, the white man in Nova Scotia for over lobsters. It's lobster season, and yeah, the the, the um, commercial fishermen are blocking the um, natives from going out and fishing, which is there. Of course, we know they don't need licenses or anything to fish. They can fish and hunt year round. That's kind of the deal. Since mm-hmm. we took everything from them. They have that right, but uh, it's cutting into these commercial fishermen's profits, obviously. So there's this huge... There, there, that happened years ago in New Brunswick, maybe 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's happening now, big time. There's huge money right now in... in uh, lobster? Lobster, the last six, seven, ten years. There was kind of a period there. It was uh, really um, small, se- like low seasons. Mm-hmm lower than before maybe 10 15 years ago and then now it's like full abundance so there's a lot of money at stake and people are freaking out and uh what happened in new brunswick when it happened oh this is 20 years ago it was bad they were burning boats and stuff like full war on the water wow but and how- cutting traps so these traps are are cutting the buoys so you can never find the traps again so these traps, Aww. depending on how deep the water is, I know, sometimes they just kind of, th- th- there's a buoy on them that, that you, so you can find them again. Mm-hmm. And they would go and cut the uh, cut the, 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 the buoys, the ropes, so that these traps would be, so these lobsters would just be in these traps, like on the bottom of the ocean floor. And, a nightmare. I know. That's awful. And so, um, yeah, again, this was. That uh, makes me so mad. This is about 20 years ago in uh, Burnt Church, New Brunswick. But now, so now it's kind of, there's a version of that happening in Nova Scotia on the North Shore, I think. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, did you have more of that or did I cut you off? Don't try to copy me. This is, nope, pretty much that's it. Just terrible. 
And well, yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, in your opinion, um, or do you know more information? Like, how can commercial fishermen get away with that when it's the it's the right? I don't know all the details, so I don't want to comment on it too much. I don't know what's exactly. But what the hell? They should be fined. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Other maritime news. Um, Teddy, her, I guess it's a uh, meteorologist are saying, uh, Teddy, Hurricane Teddy, um, by the time it's going to be hitting the maritimes, but the impact of the storm will probably not be like um, a full hurricane, but it's going to be hitting the maritimes Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, it's coming straight straight up. Yeah, so you've heard. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you really got your finger on the pot for a very, tired guy. Very dialed. In. Well, I don't sleep at night, so I'm just scrolling the internet of things to talk about. Yeah, well, let's you know filling what? my brain with information and knowledge that will only be useful in the hour that we broadcast no. every morning here on YouTube and Facebook. Well, and I for one, I for one, really, really appreciate it. Which that you do that. Oh, because then you have stuff to talk about, and I'm. I find it interesting, so mm. take that. Yeah, it's coming straight to, uh, like, V-line, right, for New Brunswick. Yeah, so... And uh, Nova Scotia, I mean, Nova Scotia looks like they're going to be right in the path. It looks like it's going to veer just before uh, New Brunswick, uh, at least the models are showing, but, um, I mean, you don't know, those are just kind of models. Mm-hmm. And But they'll for sure feel the uh, effects of it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, if they're not in the direct path, like New Brunswick, where I'm from, New Moncton, mm-hmm. Skidook, Shidiac. To be specific. Uh, we talked a lot about moving back yesterday. Yeah, we did. Anyway, finish the Daily Dose. Maybe we can talk about that after. Yeah, sure. Um, Here's a good feel story. Just to A good feel? Ca- a feel good story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not tired, so I have no excuse today. Um, a blind teenager swims for gold with a guide dog helping her prepare for the Tokyo Paralympic Games. And there's this picture of her with her um, her uh, golden lab. So cute. Paralympi- Paralympian Anastasia Pagonis's remarkable success story began when she lost her vision at 14 years old. Um I mean, that's a hard age in general, but imagine that Oof. happens to you when you're 14. That was my fear at that age. Oh, really? Yeah, because our teacher told us a story that her father had detached retinas and the symptoms and how it happened, and I would cry myself to sleep thinking <laughs> that was going to happen to me. I don't mean to laugh, but... Aww. I t- for were... sure thought I was going to be blind. She's, uh, she's describing the symptoms. She was starting seeing some spots and stuff. I'm like, I've seen spots. And I'm oh like, my God. I had a legit fear of detached retinas when I was like that age, 14, 15 years old. Aww. And I can just picture you because you don't, like you're the type to not actually say it to anyone. You just no. cry silently in your room. That's awful. I know. Like, Imagine being blind at 14. You're like, that's your biggest, for me, it was my biggest fear. Yeah. I know what you that, mean. That, and I remember I had a, um, <laughs> I must have just hit, banged <laughs> my head or something behind my ear. I had like a pain, but yeah. it was just sensitive to the touch. That was it. It was something I, you know, you don't remember. But and I was like, maybe it's a brain tumor. I'm like, oh my God. So I tell my dad, I'm like, D- did you ever have pain behind your ear right there? <laughs> and my dad being my dad says, uh, well, if you had a brain, I'd say you had a brain tumor. But that's how <laughs> So then I was like, oh my God, it just confirmed my fear. <laughs> In a joke, <laughs> but it's my fear. So I thought I was going to be blind and have a brain tumor. And I was just like oh my God. mortified. 
Not mortified. That's the wrong. Uh, terrified. Well, you know what's funny? To this day, I find you're good at consoling me when I'm paranoid because you probably went through all of that all and realized, you know what I mean? So I when I'm do. like, oh, I have this like weird feeling, uh, you know, in my jaw, like, do you think there's something wrong? And you're like, no, 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 I've had that too. It'll go away in a couple of days. And mm. it's Ray Romano has a joke like that. He's like, um, that whenever there's like a spot he notices or a weird thing on his body and he's like, oh my God, what is that? That's a weird thing on my body. Uh, uh, something's wrong. And then he looks on the other side of his body. He's got a matching one. He's like, it's okay. It's matching. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I obviously butchered it, but whenever you have a matching one, you're just like, oh, it's supposed to be there. That's the thing with the body. You don't know what the fuck's going on in there. I know. I know. Or to it or happening. I know. It's so true. Hmm. Actually, we take for granted what's happening. Like, it's crazy what's happening in our body right now to make it work. No. Uh, anyway, deep thoughts. So, she is a Long Island native and... Um, who? This this teenager who's Oh, blind. right. I forgot. Sorry. We were <laughs> Who? I thought she, we were talking about the one that's I was, uh, the 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 ricin. I was like, I thought she was from Montreal. Oh my god, we have really moved on. We talked about lobster fishing and everything right. since then. But anyways, um, is it called lobster fishing? Yep. Okay. So, so when this this teenager she took up competitive freestyle swimming just a few months prior to going blind too, and so she's always been good at sports and. So does the do- the dog. I feel like a human would swim a lot faster than a dog. Well, she says um, losing her sight so close to... The doggy pedal. Yeah, I know. It's true. But she says that um, nobody... She goes, nobody wants to train the blind girl. Imagine like you feel like that when you're 14 too. Like not only are you blind, but no no one wants to train me. Yeah. So what does the dog do? Well, I'm getting to it here. I'm getting to it. Hmm. So she finally got this um, awesome um, coach and um, the coach actually put on blockout goggles to try to figure out how to train her, you know, to really be what it would be, to feel what it was like to be her. I feel like you don't use your eyes that much when you swim, no? I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. But probably we take, you know, you can say that when you have vision. True. I feel like I barely use my eyes in life at all. I think you probably do more than you realize. Trying to think like right now. Yeah, I'm seeing things, but I'm not using them. Okay, well, universe, don't tell uh, the universe that. Mm. I'm not using them. Like they're there and I appreciate them, but how often do we actually use our eyes? Oh my God. (laughs) So um, she said that the New York Islanders puppies with purpose program was about to have its first graduate an adorable Labrador retriever named Radar. They're such cute dogs. Ray Ray. So cute. And um, she do- started doing her training at home and she, she feels very, very lucky to have the dog. And uh, it actually doesn't even say. I thought at the end of the story here it would... It would say explain the process because yeah. I feel like a human would swim faster than than a dog. Well, Am I may- wrong thinking that? Because I don't think dogs swim fast. Maybe uh, it's not. Um, maybe there's you know obviously there's things that he maybe he's there at certain times. I don't know. Maybe they plop the dog in at certain times. The coach. I don't know. Hmm. We plop. need to get to the bottom of this. Plop. Yeah. 
Well, that's your daily dose for today. Oh, Jen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Whoops. Yeah. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. And here's your daily dose for Tuesday, September 22nd. <sighs> so here we are. You were going to say moving. The, what? Maritimes. Oh, hold on. First, let me do this, Jenny. Okay. You can do your thing if you want. Almost there. Okay. We're getting there. And we've arrived. Yes. This episode of the Julian Dion Show. <laughs> <laughs> Is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor, trust us, this shit. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for the best hot sauces you'll ever put your face near. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to. The best hot sauces you'll ever add to your meal. There we go, that's Ooh. a healthy way of putting it. Uh, trust us, okay, we're pepperheads, we know. Yep. Chef by trade, Doug Knight and his wife Laura, founders. Of Gringo's Blazing Sauces are f- obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor. It's not all heat. It's not all like ouchie. It's mmm yummy. <laughs> ouchie. It's ouchie and yummy, which combined creates ah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hot sauces and salsas with no preservatives in the salsas. They just use fresh squeezed lime juice, grilling Yum. jellies. Charcuterie grilling jellies, charcuterie jellies, and barbecue sauces. Gringo's blazing sauces. This is the best stuff you'll you'll ever lay your face on. Lay your face on. It's free shipping for Are orders you lying over. Lying down f- on it. Yeah, it's free shipping for orders over forty bucks in Canada, but they ship all over North America. In addition to that, worldwide listeners of this program get an additional five percent off at checkout by entering promo code JD five. That's right, you enter promo code JD five. You get yourself a little 5% discount. If your order's over 40 bucks and you live in Canada, it's free shipping on top of that. Do yourself a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Gringos Blazing Sauces. A motherfucking sauces.com. Oh, motherfucking. Do it today. Yeah, yeah um, New Brunswick. We were thinking maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, literally two weeks ago, you would have asked us what our future plans are. I was like, well, what do you mean? I mean, it's here. We're building a studio in the house I mean everything is on the up and up and then this wave two second mm-hmm. wave is kind of looming officially now in Ottawa we're in a second wave so we're, I'm like yeah we're thinking of maybe moving to the euphoric euphoria <laughs> that is New Brunswick with no cases and everything's open in New Brunswick it's uh, the Maritimes actually Nova Scotia too and PEI and uh, I'm assuming Newfoundland, but I'm not dialed into what's happening there. But it's just this, um, you know, business as usual almost. It's almost like a pre-pandemic time. Ma- masks aren't even mandatory everywhere. It's just Costco, like we mentioned yesterday. And, of course, my family is all there. My friends, everybody, our friends, mm-hmm. our family. Mm-hmm. So we're really thinking about me. And we have land there. We own a forest, you and I. Mm-hmm. In Skaduk, 
I mean, we could do, there's so many options, but. I know it's tempting <sighs> because the whole province of New Brunswick has one case. If we're going on a lockdown again, if, one. if for example, um, we go in a uh, red zone, which we're in an orange zone. We're not in an orange zone, but there are some orange zones like Montreal and Quebec and Ottawa's in a second wave. If it, we if we go into a lockdown, I think we'll go for the winter. Yeah, and even like I miss it. Oh, it's I know. Too I, long. I know because you can't see your family, and like it's, it's really weird to be close with your family and not see them. It's and not be in their lives. It's so weird. Like I take that for granted because. You know, I get to see my family all the time, and it's not really fair. Like, and even when we lived in Toronto, I mean, yeah, we were four hours away, or New York even, but we'd still see your family, like, you know, we'd come here more often. often. Yeah. Yeah, mine is, my family's been restricted to a year or two, one, once or twice a year. Yeah. Except for the last four or five years, we've amped it up because we've been doing shows down there and whatever. We've just had more reasons to go down. But always, for sure, once in the Christmas, winter, and once in the summer, go down minimum. Yeah, this is the first time in my life that I haven't gone to New Brunswick for the summer, mm-hmm. which is Shiriak uh, in the summer is the best place in the world. Yeah, I mean it's the best place. So, um, I'm like shit, if there's a lockdown, if there's another, if there's a second wave, which is it's, it seems to be inevitable. Although I'm trying to be optimistic and maybe we'll dodge it somehow, but um, I'd like to go. I mean, because. If we don't, when the hell will be the next time we see my friends and family? I know. Without having to go down and isolate. Because if we go down now, we have to isolate for 14 days. If we just go for a visit, we have to go for a minimum three weeks because we do the 14-day isolation yep. and then a week to just visit and see people. But yep. maybe we do a couple months, bring the cats and the dog. I don't know. I'm just, because, I mean, uh, gatherings have been now in bars and stuff, like comedy clubs are still open and, and running with 50, well, that's what 50 people. Miller mm-hmm. was asking, oh, here you mean? In Ontario. Well, because in Ontario, because Miller was asking, is everything open in New Brunswick? Shows, Everything's et cetera, open. No Absolute, plexiglass? Absolutely. They're taking precautions. Like no certain plexiglass, things, though? Or? Social distancing. There's no plexiglass. I mean, I don't know. There's not like... There's no full-time comedy club there that would have plexiglass except Hell's Basement, maybe. I haven't seen what's going on exactly, but I just know masks aren't mandatory everywhere. Everything's open. Oh, yeah. Like, I when we've talked to people we know there, um, like your family, uh, your mom says that no one wears masks unless it's like Costco. Yeah. And we could do the show from there. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's, it's hard stress. because, yeah, my family's here too. and Exactly. I mean, then 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 we're in and the also same we boat, love, but it's you. And we love our house. Yeah, like that's, that's the thing. That's the challenging part too. We're, I think the perfect scenario, scenario would be if we, I've always felt this way, is if we had a place in both places. Which Absolutely. Is, which is challenging to manage, but it's not impossible. Yeah. Like keep this house, you mean? Mm. And then, I know, I know. I don't want to sell the house. I love like this place. Live. We've we've we yeah. have a like this house. This property is heaven. I mean, it is. We've, we've carved out a nice little life here, but it's like a pandemic is kind of throwing a wrench into the things. But we could live like part time there, part time here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, we might go for the winter or or eight weeks or something. I don't know. Or maybe even, yeah, exactly. Maybe even just four months. Like, we could do that. Yeah. 
but it's got to be it's like a weird thing because it's got to be long enough where we can you know bring the cats and bring the studio equipment and do the show there it's got to be long enough for that but not short enough that it's not worth bringing everything and just taking a break yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. i'd rather i'd rather go okay at least min we'd say minimum eight weeks then we bring the studio gear, we do the show down there, we do everything. And yeah, Miller, to answer your question, there are shows. Um, I mean, there's not a huge pool of comics down there, but we could do shows if we went down and produce our own things. And it's not like this huge bustling... Because the scene in New Brunswick, it's relatively uh, green. Like, it's it's um, <clears throat> it's been around for... Uh, you know, there's been a little scene in, in the Maritimes or in um, Moncton, New Brunswick. And, uh, but it's kind of like, I don't think there's any professional comics living out there. It's kind of all open micers and amateurs, <laughs> which is why there's not like shows right now. It's just because there's not really, mm -hmm. uh, but if we moved back for the winter, we could definitely hold shows and produce things and well, we live in a time where things like this are possible too with like Airbnb. You could own a place there. Yeah. Like you just have to get over the fact that people would be living in your house. Which is a little weird, but Well, I I can I can You know get what? there quicker. I can um, imagine someone renting here. I I prefer that thought than someone owning this house other than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather someone rent our space. I have the most space. brilliant idea. What's that? Go ahead. I have the most brilliant idea. Okay. Downstairs, we just we just rent out the downstairs. We don't rent up upstairs. I know, but we literally just ripped out the kitchen. Yeah, I know, but we could put it back in, no? Oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went down there two weeks ago and tore out all the cupboards, all the cabinets, the the um, the the sink, the countertop, and it's all just outside in pieces. I mean, yes, I could put it back together, but holy shit. I can't even believe we're having this discussion that that might be a possibility of putting it back together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is really funny. There's a lot of funny comments on this little topic here. Oh, yeah? It's hilarious. Let so, us know. So Miller says, uh, Miller says, you can't go. Don't go, please. She I said. know. Yeah. I said, I know. And um, It wouldn't be forever. Would Shelly says she's in Moncton. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. So Matt says you'll be able to hit the lobster deck for the classic. Oh, and here's the classic lobster roll. Um, that Matt talk, is talking about the lobster roll with uh, a little bit of Frank's Red Hot on your um, fries, crinkle cut fries, oh lobster roll, and uh, oh no, uh, um, fried clams, and mm. a little bit of Frank's Red mm -hmm. Hot on the fried clams. Even better, a little bit of Gringos That's on there. Right. Oh gosh, don't even. My mouth is actually watering. I yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I haven't gone to New Brunswick this summer, and it's really weird. What does PM said cuckoo? What does that mean? Cuckoo just means like hey. Oh okay. Hey, basically, or hello, or. I wrote what's cuckoo, and she didn't say anything <laughs> back. One um, flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> and uh, Lara says, "Are you guys looking to buy with a winky face and hat?" Ah, and da da. Lara is an excellent real estate agent living in Moncton. So if you're looking to buy or sell your house, please look him up. Lara well, Lara Leger. Yeah, Lara Leger, Laurent Leger. But that's that's the that's the debate. It's like, okay, do we sell the house? We could sell our house and buy a house there without a mortgage. And the market and live mortgage the market, free. And Imagine. the market's Fuck. so good right now here. Like it's tempting, but you know, 
But then you're selling your... How do people sell family homes that they've had for 30 years where they raised their children? How do they do that downsize and go to an apartment? Like, we've lived here for three years, and I can't sell it. Three years, we have no kids. I know. I I have favorite bowls that I bought, like, 10 years ago, (laughs) and if, if it... If Julian drops it and chips it, I'm like crying. It's I'm a in heavy tears. day. It's a heavy day around the house. Yeah, like how do people? How do you? Like I feel like like all the memory. Like imagine you have a house for thirty years uh-huh. and you've had Christmases there with kids and stuff. And how I do you know. sell that house? We've just had this house for three years, and again, I can't. I, I don't want to sell it, but it's so enticing to think. Okay, we could actually buy a house cash. Oh yeah. I mean. And what's, the quality of life is so good there. What's more beneficial? Do you think buying a ho- It depends. I guess it depends how much we could rent this place for. If we could rent it and turn a profit enough that it would cover any expense. Even if we didn't I turn a know. profit, it's still a great investment to yeah, have Yeah, but then real you're estate. holding two mortgages versus having a house for free in New Brunswick. I know. No, I get where you're coming from. You're going but from two mortgages or zero mortgages. I know. I don't know. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> Matt, Matt says, there is an older lady getting rid of her house on Jones Street. Laurent <laughs> has the listing now. Oh, that's funny. Laurent, if you're still watching, that's Matt. We had pranked uh, Laurent two years ago on his birthday. And mm-hmm. uh, he was just starting out in the business, in the real estate business. And Matt, who's uh, freakishly good at um, prank oh phone gosh, calls. Oh my gosh, he's so good. We pranked Laurent saying that uh, <laughs> Matt called him as a guy from Alberta looking to sell a house in Moncton that was owned by his mother <laughs> or aunt or something, and she was really old, but she had to go. So for Laurent to get the listing, he had to go kick out this uh, old lady on Jones Street in Moncton out of the house, and then it was Laurent's listing. It was a prank call, obviously, but uh, the funniest part is... Uh, he was ready to do it. <laughs> then I was like, I was ready. He took notes and everything. And after we told him, you know, after it became obvious it was a prank, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, fuck, I was about to do it. I was about to go to Jones Street and convince this woman to move out of her house so I could sell it and make the commission. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It's weird times. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what to do. I guess we'll just, I, I mean, it. It, it, the the, the uh, second wave slash lockdown is looming. What if it doesn't happen? It might. I mean, that might affect, <laughs> affect our decision. But if if it does happen, I don't know. Laura just, said, "Sounds like you have a Lego kitchen." I had to interrupt you for that because that's really funny. At first, Lego I didn't kitchen? get it, but it's like because it sounds like you can just take apart and put together a kitchen. Oh, and- exactly, and it's not. <laughs> which I'm th- I'm thinking about putting it back together, and it sounds like a nightmare. I mean, I could. All the parts are there. I've got every screw i took i save i kept kept everything so i i mean i could in theory put it back together but it probably take it took me like two days to take apart probably take me two weeks to put back <laughs> uh, um so <sighs> so what was i gonna say here so shelly said doing hubcap comedy at the capitol shortly oh they are doing it like moncton's doing it i was yeah, wondering I'm doing if she- it. Oh, you are. No, but I thought she was saying that she was, and I thought, oh, is she a comedian? They're, um, 
Yeah, on October 3rd. Well, that this is the thing. I've ha- I'm having a bit of a scheduling conflict because I'm waiting to see if I'm doing this Just for Laughs gala that I submitted my second script. Oh, so you don't know yet. I was going to ask no, you that. No, and it's th- this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened they, where they book me. They're like, we want you to do this thing. You're booked. Then I get a message from the producer asking for my you know specs, the mic I want to use, the mic stand, corded or cord my set length. And then so I'm like, okay, it's booked. So I send my script and then it comes back. They're like, no. They kept the intro part. So I sent in something else. I don't know. So I don't even know if it's been approved. Usually you submit a script, then they book you from that. But this was the opposite, where it was booked and they don't like the script. I don't know what the hell to do. Mm-hmm. We'll just see. <laughs> we'll just see what You'll they... find out. So, but I'm doing it uh, virtually at the uh, the hubcap, so it won't really matter. It doesn't. I can be double booked because I don't know if it's... It'll probably be pre-taped, I'm imagining, but... So people can watch online or uh, go to the Capitol Theater in Moncton, social distancing, and watch the show on uh, October 3rd. I think they're doing like three weekends. It's going to be um, filmed and streamed on the internet. And a few of us are doing it remotely. Where And then there's some local comics that will actually be at the Capitol Theater. Too bad you can't actually do it there. No, I know. Well, it was I was going to before... I booked this other thing on July or on uh, October third. I was going to. I was thinking we could go down, but then because uh, the bubble was supposed to expand, but now you have to isolate for fourteen days still. So not going down for three weeks to do a little set. Yeah, a fifteen-minute set. Go down for three weeks for fifteen minutes. Come back. Imagine. <laughs> Shelley says you're on the poster. I believe. <clears throat> oh, well, there you go. So uh, yeah. So Miller says, you won't get back into the market here if you leave. I am not above using scare tactics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You mean the comedy market? No, uh, housing market. Oh, the housing market, right. Melanie says, you aren't moving. I had a feeling my sister would be watching and I would also use scare tactics. Well, we'll see. I mean, I know. I don't. Ladal says the market's effing crazy here. Like for sellers or buyers? I think for sellers. Yeah, I'm wondering. So it wouldn't, maybe it's not worth, I mean, what's the point if we sell and then can't buy anything? I told him we should have a little FaceTime. We should uh, build something in the woods. I know. Anyway, we'll Well, figure it out. Well, that would be ideal to do like a off the grid house uh that's that's the dream i maybe mean, we should do it it's kind of weird to buy a house when in new brunswick when we like, have all that land i know mu- that much, doesn't seem right so to many so many hundreds of 250 acres. acres yeah yeah we could build there but uh, i don't know shelly mm. mm-hmm. yep. says both sellers and buyers oh are, yeah are benefiting Oh, Laurent said seller's market, most properties going for asking or above. Yeah. We should ask for $1 million for our our house and just see. Maybe someone (laughs) really wealthy is... Maybe we should. We should put it up on the market for a million bucks. And see what happens? You could have this crazy rich person in, in Ottawa that wants to leave the city and wants to live in the woods and be like, you know... Uh, that just made my stomach hurt imagining selling this house. For a million bucks, though, imagine? Yeah, I can, because it's so awesome. Would you, for a million? I don't know. I, I love this house. I know, it's but so you, we wouldn't have go. to worry about 
uh, living arrangements ever again. This is a total crazy hypothetical. No one's going to buy this house for a million bucks, but. No, but we definitely would make good money at it. Yeah, anyway. So that's where we're at with this whole pandemic and what's happening. We don't know. All right. (laughs) We got that off our chest. Yeah. So now we've now it's out there. People know we've got a real estate agent in New Brunswick working on it. We've got your sister processing it. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Lenasa, sell it and let's move to Puerto Morales. Oh, imagine we sell it. No, uh, honestly, that New Brunswick is more appealing to me than Puerto Morales right now. Oh God, yeah. Like way more. <clears throat> But I would never want to li- live there, but... Imagine just living in Skidook, having a fucking a property there. in the woods and just, like, simple life. Yeah. <sighs> well, we've talked about it often. Yeah, but it's like, again, these crossroads that you face in life where where you... Uh, anytime a big decision like this is, is um, you know, when you're at the precipice of a decision like this, you doubt everything, all these things, you feel like you're failing at life. Mm-hmm. Like when we moved from moved from Toronto, this is clearly the better move, way better quality of life. We have a big house, big property. We had a 400 square foot apartment with no outdoor space in Toronto, but it felt like a failure to move away because we're in show business and that's like the Mecca in Canada and then we're moving away. But it's like, what the fuck? How is that a failure, buying a house in the woods? Mm-hmm. Way better. Like the qual- sure, it's more driving in our lives, but the quality of life is insane. And oh, so yeah. now it's the same thing. It seems like a no-brainer, but it's like, uh, you know. It's funny because on paper, some things seem to make the most sense. And why would you ever move to a small town if you're an entertainer? Mm-hmm. But the times, some of the best career times I've had in terms of like opportunities and and, um, you know, income wise and all these kinds of things are the times that I never expected. Like if you live in Toronto, sure, it's the Mecca. You can audition and all that kind of stuff. If you want to be an actor, you know, it would be very hard to do that from here. Mm-hmm. But but if you're a stand up comic and you're at a certain level, you can live anywhere. Any, and, anywhere. Yeah. and also sometimes when you're a comic in a large city, you're. The city's so saturated with comics that you, it's hard to stand out. Yeah. And it, you can get lost in the shuffle so easily, but when you live in a smaller market, you can really stand out. So, yeah, yeah anyway, blah, blah, blah. It's good to move. It, it Having said that, it's really good to move and then come, you know, move, like, just to kind of grow as an artist. Right. If you always stay in the same spot. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, that's fine, too. That's your choice. But, you know, you'll be become a better comic if you move around a bit and have new life experiences. Fill the well, as they say. Fill the well. Hi. Hi. I'm full, Jen Grant. <laughs> I'm full well. I'm, I'm full. A full well up. All right, well. That feels like a nice natural end right there. I think it does. Hey. Jenny, thank you so much. No, no, you know what? Thank you. And thanks to you for watching and listening at home, whether that's uh, live on YouTube and Facebook or Periscope or Twitch or Daily Motion or On Demand, wherever you get your podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify, all of those places. Thank you. We appreciate it. Please share the podcast. Help us grow this thing to where we can move anywhere and do this anywhere. <laughs> um, and don't forget to, <clears throat> to follow us on Instagram. 
Yes, follow on Instagram at Julian Dion Show. Like the Facebook page. Do all that kind of good stuff. That helps us. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Oh, if you could review the... Oh, do it. Review oh it. Oh, my gosh. That would be so, review. so yeah. nice. Yeah. All right, Jenny. Okay. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your day, and as always, watch your head. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking forward what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. A waste of time